All of the podcasts here at the Sideshow Network are now at the touch of a button on your iPhone and iPad. With the new Sideshow Network app, tune into all your favorite podcasts here at the Sideshow Network. Go to iTunes App Store, search for Sideshow Network, and download our free app to stream all of your favorite Sideshow Network podcasts at any time you want. The top comedians in the world are at your fingertips with the Sideshow Network app for iPhone and iPad. Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of Oh wait, we're not ready. No, we're ready. I just Oh, what'd you do what'd you do? I just gave you a thumbs up. Oh, that was Sean's thumb. So I'm going to start over. But I want this to actually live on the real podcast that goes out. Uh, welcome to another episode of uh, Innovation Crush. Innovation my, Crush. That was Robert Donez, who's sitting to my right, uh, who's a, a, a fine echo. You're a good echoer. Thanks. I you try. Sh- you should have went echoer. Echo. Oh, never echo, mind. Echo. Um, and my name is Chris Denson. And, uh, you know, if you haven't listened to us before, uh, this show, we really look at amazing trends in marketing, media, technology, product development, um, and the the people that, that are behind bringing a lot of these things, to, uh, to, uh, making them real, really. So uh, today we have Jason Okuma. Say hello, Jason. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's up, guys? That was good. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. And we're actually on our uh, our <laughs> afternoon high. We both ate and had, I, I even drank Mountain Dew. I, I never Yo, Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. Yes. Yeah, no, <laughs> Real deal, then. I, <laughs> I think my insides might uh, come out <laughs> a little. turning up right now. <laughs> uh, can we cut this short? Um, so I, one of the things I always kind of start off these conversations with, um, because everyone's an, an individual and they work in a world filled with people. Um, so in that world, in that circle, in, in the center, we find Jason Okuma. Tell me a little, about, a little bit about the, uh, the Jason Okuma personal brand. Personal brand, I mean... Simply put, it's a multifaceted diamond, uh, and uh, I, I shine in many, many facets and many, many directions. However, at the sum bottom line of everything I do, everything I represent, my vision, my passion, my whole purpose for being is to help people get what they want, help companies and brands get that what what they want. So, you know, and then we go into specifics. You know, you gotta gotta bring diamonds in from Israel. You want to get oil. From uh, from Canada, you want to do some real estate deals here. Right. You want to get into the startup scene. You need uh, um, offices. You need so I, I'm the go to guy, but it's irrelevant. It's not what I need. It's what what are the people um, that come to me? And these are right. I, I used to work with the everybody's, but now I'm only uh, because of time. I can only work with the somebodies, and that's a blessing, you know. To have that's why you're on this show, <laughs> <laughs> working with the somebodies, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You hear that, three <laughs> listeners. Uh, <laughs> Um, so that's that's awesome. So really, I mean, it's you know when you say it's about get, helping people get what they want, is that you know is really kind of bringing ideas to life, right? If if somebody comes to you, and I think it's I'm going to translate before you explain it, <laughs> um, but is it kind of like? Um, I have an idea. Is that the right idea for me? Do, like, do I even have the right idea, first of all? And secondly, once we do get the right set of ideas, putting together a plan of action. Is that kind of it in a yes nutshell? Yes and yes. Um, I cover a lot. Uh, 
at the sum of it all, um, the mindset, and then the methodologies and execution. So some will run an idea by me for my insight and perspective, um, and then others already know what they're doing. Most top achievers, they're running already. So I'm just coming alongside to run and, and expose blind spots, and they're just like, Jason, I need this, 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 this. And uh, I'll say, done, 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 done. I'll intro you to this person to get that one done. I'll refer you to this person to get this one done. So. Right. Yes and yes to answer your question. So what is uh, what's like the the most common hurdle? I'm sure there's several, right? But mm-hmm. what is the most common hurdle to success, you know, from idea to market? Right? Lack of l- lack of uh um clarity and uh uh concentrated focus. I see that uh, amongst my many creatives that are many entrepreneurs, um, you know, and uh, entrepreneurs in general, you know, the lack of uh, um, clarity and uh, lack of not just focus, but concentrated focus. And that's something. And wh- why is that? Because, you know, I find, like, you know, when I when I do have conversations like that, people are like, I feel like ideas come a dime a dozen. It's the right set of ideas that is hard to discover and put into practice. Um it, why do you think that happens so often? Because a lot of uh, I, I'm, I'm a guy. I'm a huge guy on personal development. I always say you got to go within first, or you're going to go without. Uh, wherever you go, you're the common factor. If it's not this company you're building, it's that company. If it's not this job, it's that job. But wherever you are, you're the common factor. In so wait, equation. you said go go within and what? Sorry, if you one don't more go time. Within, you know, develop yourself, your personal self, your right. mindset. Um, you will always take that to whatever company, business, venture, got project, it. team. So uh, I, I'm always work on yourself first. I'm right. huge on that. Right. right. Um, you just lost my credit. No, I'm sorry. I didn't no, mean no, to do that. No, no, because it was it was such it was a, a good question. A gr- and, uh, what, what, what no, so it's you? like the you know what are those common? Uh, was it the common? No. Why is there such a uh, lack of clarity when? Oh, okay. So I bring it back to it. So I I made that statement because. Um, I challenge individuals to have a personal mission statement for their life, a personal vision statement for their life, and that's summed up of their personal core values. Um, you know, if you got the uh, Red Cross, IBM, Google, every they have a mission statement, um, a core, you know, a core statement that all employees, team, contractors, partners should be aware and competent uh, to what the ultimate goal is. And their role in accomplishing that goal is so uh, coming down to your own personal life. Uh, hey, man, you can make a lot of money in this business. Awesome. But is it in direct core alignment with my core values right. and my ultimate vision, direction and purpose in my life, of which I predefined in advance? So like for me, you have no because, you know, I do a lot of fundraising, a lot of companies. I work with VC, institutional monies, angels, all my angel guys, incubators, accelerators. Where are my angels at? <laughs> Woo! Exactly. You know? So these guys, you know, so entrepreneurs or startups, you know, they're, they're always a pitch. I mean, I can my emails is just like, hey, got another one. Not just all these deals, right? So they right. want to pitch. But just because it uh, it'll potentially make money, I mean, is it is it – Something that should be uh, uh, investing your most invaluable commodity in life, which right. is your time, right? So if you already have your your, your clear and uh, your focus, then you can go into action of going into concentrated focus and only align your time up with the projects or ventures or businesses that um, uh, um, you know you can really excel with. Yeah, no, it's funny you say that because I mean, even you know, just starting off the conversation with what is your personal brand, a lot of that same thing happens with companies, right? Where it's you know, yes, we're this massive company, 
And if our brand isn't clearly defined, then we will grab at a ton of wrong opportunities. Oh, that is so true. Right. Uh, and, and you'll even see, uh, I always say a house divided, or not I say, it's it, it's a known thing, a house divided will, will fall, you know? So united we stand, divided we fall. Think of that as from a company. Think of it from a business. Think of it as right. a brand. You know, you, you, you got a, a company that's shooting out after the top filet mignon uh, um, consumers and uh, – you got a bunch of vegans and and uh, <laughs> vegetarians working up in your in your brand right. and like spewing social media crying be- over the dead <laughs> crying over the dead flesh that's being you processed. Know, so it's definitely not in alignment yeah. with the core vision of you know, but it's a job. It's like, hey man, it's not. It may not be a match. It's not personal, you know. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then, kind of uh, you know, perusing your LinkedIn, uh, tell us a little bit about oh. Jaddy. Incorporated. Jaddy Inc. So uh, I, my background, the Jason Okuma brand, I've been in the entrepreneur education game for many, many years, 21 plus years, started business at a very young age. So I've advised in Costa. Um, I have a pretty naughty or large audience with the, the Gen X, Gen Y. Um, you have 30,000 Twitter followers is what you have. Something like that. Oh. Which was like 24 the other day when we first talked. I was like, hey, yeah. dude is growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, <laughs> are, you, are you verified so, yet? Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, so we got to get you that blue check mark, man. We got to do it. <laughs> so, but, um, but anyways, uh, so that's the personal brand. So I, I've advised a lot of these top achievers um, over the years, you know, and, and pretty gnarly is uh, back in the – a lot of internet marketers, you know, these these, these internet renegade dudes, these internet millionaires, you know, like 30K a day kind of guys off of one website. They're running three websites and they're 22 years old. They've been <laughs> up on Mulholland. That's how they roll. You know, it's, it's yeah. not – uh, it's a game, you know. They were raised playing video games, right? But now every point is a dollar bill now, and they did this whole empire building not out of the money making, but because maybe Mama told them they couldn't. It's all a game. Every point is a dollar bill. Yeah, I, so I'm putting that I, in my I mean, next. I'm talking my about, next dude. I got some of my. I, I work with a lot of um, like growth hackers. Some that work for me, and mm-hmm. others that. I mean, how they think is gnarly, dude. If they're making a mil a month, you know, and then FTC hits them with a fine, you know, a million dollar fine, they'll say, okay, fine, pay it and keep going. Like their mentality is like, it's gnarly, man. These are no fear and just keep rolling, you know, close up that. Okay, close up that, set up another entity, keep rolling. It's, it's, uh. Um, so you're being very neutral right now. Is that is that a good practice? Is that a bad practice? You know, it, like what? it's an insight and a perspective. It's not a sure. endorsement. No, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just a reporting of what <laughs> what's happening on the. So so uh, so Jaddy kind of coaches. Entities oh no no who are no. Like, so that's the Jason O'Connor okay, okay, gotcha. and the Jaddy Inc. Uh, from that, a lot of these cats will come to me and say, "Hey." Um, Jason, I don't need enough of the mindset stuff and all the advising. I just need <laughs> PR, you know. <laughs> enough I, of this, I, enough of my internal development. Yeah. <laughs> Where's no, the money? It's for real, you know. Right. Then it's just like, okay, uh, do you got access to? Some, you know, we're fundraising for this new hybrid fund in venture capital, you know. And then we're we're um, we're uh, 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 coming from Germany. We're looking for new office spaces. Or or oh, this morning's call. Um, uh, we we've. Now followed, we got traction. Now we got to set up some new entities in California. Jason, should I do this, this, this? I'm not an attorney, but I'll refer you to my one of my trusted advisors that can take you and lead right. you by the hand. LLC, S-Corp, S-Corp. Hey, I can answer, but I'm not an attorney. I'm not going to be. So um, it's the done for you. So And the sum of it, three points. Business development, marketing, and PR. PR as an ultimate connector because that's one of my roles. I'm a super connector, and I work with a lot of other connectors. Um, and that's kind of where I got the whole uh, reputation for influencing the influencers. Right. I'm nothing but a humble neck 
to a lot of uh, powerful heads. But wherever the neck turns, the head turns. Wherever you you know, I got to tell you, you don't know this yet, but you are making Robert's day. Yeah, you really are because oh. I, I always ask for quotes on this oh, podcast, man. and you're dropping like fifteen at a time, and, and people will be like, uh, "Quote." Quote. <laughs> yeah, really. Quote. Really? Hmm. Quote. And then we then I feel bad, and I, I let him off the hook. So you, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually edit a lot of yours into into, the, into their <laughs> podcast. Give us a quote. However, I can serve and, and help you guys get what you want. <laughs> um. So you're like. You're almost like a concierge to the business community, I, it's, which is really interesting. Like, it's an interesting position to be, you know, and you know, are there more of you out there? And, you know, and if so, what's what's that, you know, that industry like? Yes, there are more. And uh, the quality of real players and those that get results are few probably handful i i got maybe six others here just in la beverly hills area and, and there's a lot of people here that claim to be uh um i know someone i got a guy <laughs> you know what right. i mean but I literally i was just advising one of my other guys just yesterday you know there's a huge difference with having a ton of likes friends or followers contacts let's just take a Peanut butter and jelly style, just business world. Peanut butter you know? jelly style. <laughs> you know, just you can have you can claim to have a lot of contacts, right? But there's a difference between having contacts and quality relationships that have been time tested, trusted, and proven. Those kind of relationships where I can just text and say, transfer five hundred K to this wire, you know, wire five hundred K a dollar amount tomorrow, right. I'm good for it, don't worry, and it's done, as compared to someone trying to go on Facebook with all their supposed friends and saying, I need help, can you do five dollars to PayPal and uh, right. you know right. I, like okay, they're contacts, right? Contacts you need to go, go to the yellow book. How's yeah. that working for but you? But it's like you know? it's it's like Kickstarter, right? I think there's a there's a misconception about Kickstarter, Indiegogo, any kind of crowdfunding, because at, at the end of the day, you need a personal network to go out to. You don't just put a project up on a Truth. you know a crowd. Uh, <laughs> These are your personal brand advocates, <laughs> right? And, you know, you want to develop those. I always say sow a need, you know, sow a seed before the need. You know, develop these relationships before need. You write comes that down, out. Robert. Sow yeah. a seed before the need. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, even along those lines, I mean, you touched on something that's really important, right? Like how, and you can answer this in the, in the Jason Okuma style, how important is network as opposed to net worth, right? Like there's a lot of people who have money and capability, um, but then there's also people who have really good relationships. You know, do those things intertwine? Is one sort of more important than the other? Like what is your take on network versus net worth? Um, I believe it works in synergistic harmony when the perfect match is made. Uh, both parties are needed. Um, me, on having been on both sides, so to speak, uh, uh, I can just give you a report of how it goes down. A lot of powerful, influential players. Uh, th- the reality of it is... Um, th- they're all in their own silo. <laughs> and uh, a real estate mogul A is in silo A. Two, door bu- two buildings down, two doors down, real estate mogul B, who they need each other. And they're very powerful. Money's not an issue. But uh, they're in their own silos dominating their own space of business ventures and interests. That's where they would call someone like the Jason Okuma to make that high caliber 
connection and introduction. And I wouldn't make the introduction or connection unless I thoroughly had a trusted relationship with both of these individuals. And I know the backstories. Just because someone has money and someone needs money doesn't mean I will make the introduction or connection because uh, we're in a very litigious society and it's a waste of time, too. Right. Uh, Whereas I know the backstory. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. A needs B. B needs A. But there's a good vibe. There's a good harmony. You know what? And if either of these individuals... Business A, business B gets a message from me and say, I, I believe uh, you, you you should engage. Or They, they usually get an email from me. It's like, introduction, so-and-so, the so-and-so. They start freaking out. Text me, oh, dude, dude, when, where? You know, And it's like uh, because I, right. they already know I saved them a bunch of time, hassle, and uh, headache and money work from working with the wrong people. Right. So. But again, it's up to them to ultimately decide if synergy and business is going to happen. Right. No, you're you're the connector. But I'm the the pre-qualifier, so well, to speak. It, and I think that, I mean your perspective comes into play because you you look at so many different areas of business and personality, and you know I, sometimes matchmaking in in that instance isn't always just you know oh this person does it too like you guys should talk and mm-hmm. usually that's you know sometimes I'll get introductions and I'm like I, 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 why do I need to talk to this person I have no like and then we talk and then we're like mm-hmm. it's like a bad first date you mm-hmm. go uh huh yeah and then other times some somebody hits the nail on the head you know uh, the other day I had a call that was scheduled for a half hour went on for an hour and a half because the person that connected us like Chris Denson right and it, and it, 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 it but there's a there, there's a, Almost like um, a loose science to it, right? Where it's you know it's that ability to see personalities and and need in 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 that uh, in in those in that regard. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And uh, um, there's so much of uh, skill set and uh, um, uh, head knowledge that I rely on in making and in, in creating and developing these. High pro, these these right. influential relationships, but then there's a I call it the you know like the X factor. There's like a uh, you know not to get all weird on you guys. But get weird, they're, man. They're, we like it. We like it weird. You know, like I, I, I there's there, there's like a you know a discernment. You know, a, a, you, you gotta go be get out of your head and go more into your your heart and spirit to really feel. All right, man. Uh, I think this will work, and that's th- those kind of things. I always follow that voice, and uh, yeah. There was a yoga, a yoga. I watched a yoga, not a DVD, but it was like a Hulu video or something like that. I don't know. I was just up too early one day, and I was like, "Hey, what's, what's on?" But it was really interesting. I'm like, I've maybe done yoga twice, you know, maybe four times in my life. And uh, the guy who was hosting it with another, you know, a female co-host, he's, you know, they were talking about posture, right? And you know, your shoulder blades go together, and you know, your chest is out. You know, not like you want to fight somebody, but just you know, Absolutely, good posture. Yeah. And they said, imagine walking into a room room for for a business meeting heart first mm. and i go oh that's actually like you know it put Truth. it in perspective it's it, it's really awesome um let's switch gears for a little uh, uh, a quick second um speaking of a lot of the developments and just relationships and, and brokering you've done um silicon valley or silicon beach has really kind of taken off here in LA and Southern California. The last twenty four months. Yeah. yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? And yeah, you know, because you were you were from what I understand, you were very much involved in the the escalation of this as a as sort of a, a community. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at the sum of it, again, I'm a people guy. You know, I'm a people person, and I and and they happen to be 
entrepreneurs, which I have a huge affinity with. I'm an entrepreneur as well, this whole scene. Um, but uh, they, a lot of them are tech. And now, actually, Silicon Beach is now just uh, uh, not just tech anymore. It's, you know, it's literally the startup scene. You know, a lot of e-commerce, a lot of internet, or you know, um, with with the whole retail. Um, hardships that are hitting traditional Very you know, retail. Everybody is taking going online, and hey, they're starting up, you know. So it's really uh, an exciting time to be in LA. But um, uh, yeah, just what I can share on that is there's a lot <laughs> right. of. Uh, he's got that look. He's got that look in his eyes, like he's searching. Like, what can I say? Because I have. Well, some... I mean, what can I say? Is <laughs> there's a lot of momentum, a lot of exposure, and uh, um. There was uh, a little bit of some exodus out of the valley, Silicon Valley area. Uh, a lot of big players quietly made some moves um, a, a while ago. Money people, entrepreneurs, and getting positioned and set up in L.A. I mean, the world comes to Los Angeles. I mean, literally, I got interest from uh, all of the Chinese, Hong Kong, Singapore, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, um, Europe. I mean, these everybody's flooding to LA. And before it was strictly for uh, like entertainment in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Now, when you got the entertainment cats, you know, like Ashton and Will I Am, you know, entertainment is fusing now with music and fashion, and and right. and it's hip to be a geek. It's hip to be smart, a programmer. Mm-hmm. That whole I don't know if there's a, this big campaign about programming now. Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, all the, right. I don't know if you oh, know, internet.org. Yeah. yeah, or something like that. And they're yeah. challenging everybody just to, I mean, that's awesome, right? But yeah. they're speaking that conversation to the young people. But uh, uh, the, the thing that we have in what the world is calling Silicon Beach, um, which Silicon Valley doesn't have up in the Bay Area or Silicon Alley out in New York. Mm-hmm. New York has a lot of money. Silicon actually. Alley, that doesn't, doesn't sound sexy at all. Yeah, right? no, so but they bad. got a lot of money. So that's, <laughs> a lot of money out there. However, why there, uh, there's a flock coming here is, you know, we have, uh, um, we have money here. Um, uh, we have uh, celebrity, uh, which every go, everybody gets Google Gaga over that. Um, uh, but the big play we have here in L.A., is content and moving forward in the next season ahead, especially in the digital space, is content. You guys understand this. Yep. Yeah. And uh, in all of the other uh, uh, cities, uh, we, we are we are king of content. And uh, I mean, look at YouTube or look yes. at look at you know the warehouse over there. Look at the uh, all of the content providers. All the I mean, just literally look at what the the the. I guess the official Silicon Beach, Venice, Playa, right. they're all the way up to Santa Monica, you know, but now it's like kind of weird. It goes down to San Diego, Orange County, into LA and uh, uh, downtown. However, you know, these are all content providers and, you know, traditional TV networks, traditional, mm-hmm. you know, they're all like having to submit. And this is around the world. Syndication is coming off of some dude doing Vine videos, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like what? And these licensing deals, right? So. Yeah. Did you ever oh. see the Ryan Gosling vine? Or he's no. Ryan Gosling hate cereal? Yeah. No, man. No. Oh. No. Wow. Jason, you and the audience of three, um, <laughs> please watch the. We have nothing to do with it, but the Ryan Gosling vine. Oh. I, they're trying to feed him cereal. It's. So I'll good. check it's it out. Superb. Ping me. Ping so me the good. link, man. Superb. <laughs> superb. Um, uh, now I lost my train of thought. Going all Silicon Beach. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so, oh, yeah. So there's perfect. a lot of action. So money players are coming in. Actually, uh, um, I think Forbes or Fortune just released. I posted on somewhere on one of my. Um, social media stuff uh, of how actually anyone can do a Google search on the whole Silicon Beach and LA startup scene and do their own research right. and uh, it, it's um, the next I'd say three to five years are going to be very exciting so, for anyone in the space so going a little bit more deeply in that in that yeah. area 
I mean, content marrying Silicon Beach, right? Like, where do you see, like, give us a, I don't know, like an example or just how do you see it in a real world? I, we, you know, we know there's some examples out there before mm-hmm. the audience look like, you know, it's not a natural, from a thought perspective, it's okay. not a natural fit. And like, oh, yeah, Paramount and, you know, the makers of Foursquare. Like, what, how can, you know, how, how do those things actually match up? Is it from the entrepreneurial thought and creativity and they need the content in order to put their product out there or they need content creators to create campaigns? Where do you see the glue? The glue, the glue. I mean, at the end of just business and marketing and making money basics is, you know, money goes where eyeballs flow. So however these these entrepreneurs or startups can really aggregate some gnarly targeted eyeballs – It'll attract money. And uh, the networks, I won't name any of them, that are in triage or having a hard time right now, they have to get creative and, um, you know, forced to think outside the box to look at other revenue models to see how they can monetize different channels that was never on their radar uh, two years ago. Right. Five years ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, Robert and I were talking about that uh, in between shows today. And it was, you know, this whole idea of, there's a whole new generation of thought process, not just kids making YouTube videos and no. making millions of dollars a year. Uh, it, it, you know, a uh, big studio doesn't get it, right? They, they don't get it. They don't know how to play in it. And then they have the same hurting model, you know, where people aren't going to the theaters anymore. And you're right. Like, you have to reinvent through diversification. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think with the tech community that you've been involved in and that development and bring these people together, you know, that it's, you know, it's, it's a nucleus of the movement that you're talking about is yes, let's diversify our revenue streams and, and different ways of content. Right. Um, you said gnarly a few times. Um, <laughs> where did you grow up? Uh, I'm originally from Hawaii, so growing up... I love when people from Hawaii say Hawaii. Oh. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so, um, but from being from in Hawaii, like always growing up, it was back and forth. Too. I was in the Northwest, so our family reloc- uh, moved to Seattle, to the mainland, we call it. Um, and uh, growing up, I was going back and forth, back and forth. But uh, um, So between Hawaii and Seattle, but my whole culture, I come from a pretty large family on both sides. Um, you know, so and half of us was in the islands, and half of us went to the northwest. So, what, what like, so what in your background, at least, you know, in that in that development phase of your life, kind of uh, fed the Jason Okuma I'm talking to you today, right? Like, how did you become this Jason Okuma? You know, what what what, what sorts of childhood experiences did you have that kind of <laughs> gathered your insight? And really, you know, made you who you are. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, that's a pretty. Uh, you don't have to cry. You don't, yeah. You no, no, no. <laughs> I, just like for me, I, I, it's, it's. I have a little different story. I mean, I, I, I know God blessed me with some pretty, pretty awesome gifts, but it was my choice to take those gifts and develop those skill sets over the years. And um, I mean, I'm different. I started doing business at the age of 10, you know, <laughs> like uh, I was doing import-export through catalogs out of Bali, you know, I had big family, so I was like trying to... What, what was, were these products? What were you... What like, were you, you know, like Bali, so they do like car- carvings, and there was like elephants, and I would sell to my family, like, oh, you know, the trunk has to be up, that's good luck, you know, <laughs> and some wow. stuff, right? <laughs> 10, you know, and then I've, I've always watched uh, um, all these infomercials, and I what I didn't know, I was really studying psychological marketing, direct response, all these things, you know, but then 
just being very entrepreneurial. So I got into all these kind of uh, um, money-making things at a young age. And it was like 10, 11, 12, you know, and Carlton Sheets and making money from home. And this is real estate and mail order. And so, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty crazy, right? But then actually I did like my first real estate deal at the age of 15. So um, Is that even legal? Like how do you have well, like – Because no, you have your uh, – Right. My your parents. parents, yeah. Right. you got to be 18 and do all that. So um, it's cool, man. You know, went through the classifieds and I found a no money down seller financed, you know, and uh, it was – they carry the loan, you know, and uh, – it's pretty awesome, man. So that, and then um, through that all, uh, I was our family coming from Hawaii. There's um, uh, direct sales is huge. It's massive, and a lot of the nutraceutical companies that are out of Utah, right. they pre-test or test products in the islands because of the the natural connectivity and relationship referral base uh, in the islands. So, Or just in case something goes wrong, nobody... <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like suddenly Hawaii yeah. looks like the island of Dr. Moreau. You know, we had involvement with a lot of those companies. My family was a part of like having some of those companies, but at a very young age, I was in direct sales. So I was learning from like multi-millionaires and this and that. So I actually excelled at my and sharpened my skill sets of people and connecting and, and, and understanding uh, um, different characteristics. And uh, so by the time I was 17, uh, working and building, I had a, nearly a sales force of almost 5,000. So, um, you know, it's, and I was Tuesdays and Thursdays and and I was the, the kid in the front of the room training up doctors, lawyers, attorneys, two, three times my age, you know. And wow. uh, power of, you know, persuasion, influence, posturing, you know, pre-qualifying, you know, all, all these kind of things. Like, I was the dude uh, in high school that I would, like, probably be corny today, but, I, you know, wear a suit, you know, after, <laughs> you know, and, and had a briefcase. And I was one of the first in junior high. Remember beepers, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, literally, I had to get a sign up. I had to do a beeper uh, or pager. Pactel, I think it was back then. So, um, uh, yeah, man, you know, but and parents had to like, it was legit. It wasn't like drug dealing. It was like for, yeah. and then right. I got one, I had one of the first um, cell phones in my high school district. Yeah, was, you had that one in the briefcase yeah, the, too. The... Yeah, was, it was like, yeah, it was pretty. So, um, and then the brick, you remember the brick? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'd so like to see a photographic a, journey through your life. Like, yeah, I want to see what a little ten-year-old yeah. Jason I mean, like, Okuma I, I looks would, like. I would like selling so, a house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but like you know, I'd be hanging out with all my homies, you know, playing basketball and this and that. And then after school, you know, and they, I remember, I don't know if they have, um, it's not Domino's, Pietro's Pizza. This was like in okay. Seattle area. It's just like whatever. So, um, you know, they, I, back then, I think minimum wage was like four dollars and ninety cents. I was like, yo, you gotta work. A whole hour to make you're not making four dollars ninety cents because they take the tax part, yeah. and you got and I'm health like, insurance. And I'm like, you know, I'm getting building up people to go, you know, move product or you know, business. You stuff, were like, so. well, you know, like, uh, so I would get off of my like baggy clothes, jeans, hanging with the homies, and then go off to the meetings with like with my mom. But you're like, you're, you know, and, <laughs> in a suit and tie, and <laughs> at least in like some, you know, let's call them uh, less affluent neighborhoods. You know, oh, I don't come from money. I'm, I'm not saying up, you do, dude. but but. <laughs> You know, it is the it's those characters, if you will, quote unquote, in the neighborhood who kids idolize and look up to, and it's almost like you were that you were that guy, but you were completely legit, right? Like, you, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know ten, I mean? yeah, and ten years old, yeah. <laughs> and no, ten. this is like teenage years, teenage years, right? So, um, so how does what like you've taken like you said a lot of that stuff that you've done as a kid and really harnessed it and worked on it? Um, how do you? What's the best, if you had to give someone like a simple piece of advice, right? Like a one-liner 
on how to imitate that, right? Because we all have some skill or interest that we've how had. How to as imitate kids. what specifically? Just that ability to harness an interest and and build a real business or career or, you know, lifestyle. I mean, the first thing that pops up to mind is I always teach my students, clients, audience, you know, is um, success leaves clues. It's very simple. Success leaves clues. So establish what you want, a company you'd like to, 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 you know, you you see something that you uh, um, uh, um, look to, a person you look to, uh, you want to have a successful marriage, start seeking out couples that have been together 50 years you know what i mean Uh, so success leaves clues right and model after that model and uh that's what i did man i I don't have traditional university i I never i didn't i didn't go to traditional university when i graduated i had what 3.9 gpa i had a lot of i had a lot of scholarship money but you know young cocky oh i'm 17 i got you know why do i need to go get into debt 300 grand and to get a piece of paper to go ask for someone to work can I get a job? You know, right. but but I'm a huge advocate of specialized education. Right. So right. and I've invested a lot of lot in my own personal education, but from from individuals um, that have that had the result that I wanted, and I would invest to acquire those skill sets to kind of hack hack through. Along those lines, three people that you actually look up to and admire, and that you would like. Oh my gosh, I wish. I you know not that you wish you had what they have, but who are, you know or let's go let's do one but one person you look and you say that's that's the model for me the the future Jason Okuma. Wow, I mean that's fun. I mean because I roll and run with a lot of uh, individuals like the guru guys and right. personal development and business guys, but it's funny it, it, it forget about business and all that. It always comes down to I mean literally Joel Osteen. You know, right. so um, he's not like a business tycoon or anything, but he impacts a lot of tycoons. Right. You know, and uh, I, that's the first name that pops to yeah. mind. And uh, but if you can see, I, I, it comes back to who I am. I'm always about personally myself, you know, and, and right. growing. And it's funny. I'll go into like hardcore big business situations or conversations and I find myself by the end. I'm like coaching or advising the guy on some life stuff or like and that was the major value add out of that meeting more than the actual introduction or connection or resource i had to him so i that's i get juicy on that you know right. to really help positively transform people's lives which will uh, obviously or the residual effect was if if they're in business it'll affect or impact the business as well so right. some people they work on the business first and their home life their family their personal life their health is going down but they'd have what the world would call success money well success is all relative you know i've been on both boats you know so right. um seen both of it and uh um yeah you hand, handle your personal affairs first is what i always say handle your personal affairs first so uh you sound busy you sound like a busy guy <laughs> nah I, I, <laughs> you know i used to like to be busy but uh, i i gotta stay productive busy right. keeps people broke you know so right. um and that's part of clearly defining what I'm supposed to, what my objectives are for this hour, for this, and leads into the next hour. So I'm huge on time management, efficiency, leverage. You know, if I'm going out to, you know, I'm 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 in Beverly Hills, offices Beverly Hills, and and we're based there. A lot of people come to me, uh, destination location, so that's very logistic. It's awesome. However, when I'm out in Silicon Beach area or Santa Monica or Venice or on that space, when I'm out there, boom, nine meetings set up, you know, so I can right. bam, 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 efficient. 
location. I'll set up like a, my friends at Rock, you know. So I'll just boom, hey, I'm here, and then just logistically. So it's it's time management, but again, it's not to meet to 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 waste time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? It's like it's okay, not a shits and giggles they, meeting. Yeah, this you know, is like let's get something done. There, there's there's an objective or there's vetting happening. Um, literally, I had a conversation. I think it was on my personal or private Facebook, and you know, I. I, I uh, um, this whole people can front online, you know, and, yeah. and create a facade and who they are. So, oh, you should see my website. I'm <laughs> like, oh, I got a crown on and everything. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, man. So, so my whole thing is, I'm old school, man. I'm eye to eye, belly to belly, you know. Right, so right. I take the time that the big players don't have time to do, and I and I have to vet through and find out who is, are the real players, and to, to really get a pulse of that, I can look into their eyes and I and and and, and really have a conversation and. Get get a feel sure. that their social media pictures and videos uh, <laughs> could be fronting on, you know. And by doing that, it's actually insurance for the individuals that I represent or the groups. Um, oh, you're doing the legwork. You're doing the absolutely. work for them. That's yeah. awesome, uh, Robert. You were going to say something, or were oh, you just, I was just about to say uh, to your point <laughs> with uh, <laughs> it was like to your point of like you know people fronting online. Have you heard of that guy? What's his name? I think it's it's lavish bitch. No. No. Well, you're a fan no, of no him one. Or? I'm not a fan, but uh, no. I, I, I uh, apparently he's he's like this big, you know, kind of like internet troll that okay. kind of like he was trolling a lot of celebrities and he kind of like got his own name out through that. Okay. Like he would. It's called piggyback marketing, is that? Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty oh, it's much. It's a smart play, internet yeah, marketers. Yeah. But that. it's really tough to do, in my opinion, because you know to call out celebs and he would call them out and say like, "Man, you're dirt poor compared to me." Like that was his angle. Oh. Okay. And it was just like he would reach out to like Rihanna, like Ben Baller, like a whole bunch Does of. Does he get a response or reaction? Uh, I think he got blocked by a couple. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I mean, did it, did it work to actually build an audience for him? Because you're it right. Did, like, because if you Google his name, if you Google, it's that's lavish. what he's known for. Yeah, like yeah, so he there are blogs. And he there are like people looking to debunk this kid, and it's mm. like he's just a high school kid, I think. Oh right. wow! So that's pretty right. fascinating that like he kind of built. I that don't need steam. to know the details of yeah. it all, but just what the the little golden nuggets you just or the the points that you just shared with me. The reason why I that would be successful as a campaign or anything is because he used the basic million dollar secret: intrigue and curiosity. Exactly. First of all, celebrities are intrigued and curious. And then the audience is intrigued and curious. You're trying to figure out, who, well, who is this guy? Right. Boom. That's another eyeball. That's another exactly. ear. And we're not in the whole social media marketing. We're not in the internet marketing. We're not in the advertisement. We're in the attention marketing phase. Yep. And we, it's all about attention, which you utilize the tools of social media. You utilize digital media, video, network TV. All, all, all the, That's attention because without attention – and we're very attention deficit. That's why. So, and that's why people ask, why? How are you booked? Or why are you so booked up with so many meetings? Is because the players that I work with, boom, I kill all the noise, eye to eye, belly to belly engagement, and that's how things get done. You see, and and, right. and I teach a huge thing. I taught this to Fortune 500 companies when I spoke in Vegas. You know, these guys, I, I the biz dev guys, I was teaching them online, offline, ASAP. That's how you get things done. Connect online, LinkedIn, and professionals. Right. If there's, you know, do your due diligence. Re, re, if, is it worthwhile? Get offline as soon as possible. That's how you get things done. Yeah. And uh, well, we were I mean, even talking about that earlier in, in another conversation uh, with another guest. But you know, it's that idea of 
getting even for a brand to get offline and go do an experiential play, right? Like get in the faces, let let people people need to see and touch and feel that shirt. Sensory. No yeah. matter how well you 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 market it online and how good it looks, you know, on the mannequin or in the photos or in the videos or whatever celebrity is wearing it. I want to go feel that shirt and see if it even fits me, right? Before yeah. before I order. Um so I mean that's it's amazing that you touch on that from uh, a, a personal relationship basis. Right. Um, finish this phrase for me. Um, you ready? Yeah. yeah. All right. You look confident. You look super <laughs> confident. It's not that hard anyway. Uh, innovation to me is constant improvement. It's great. <laughs> I was expecting another profound quote, but no. You're, but you're right. It, it's uh, you know, expand on that a little bit. Just Kaizen, my, uh, one of my teachers uh, used to be the top of Sony and, and Sanyo, and uh, Kaizen, constant innovation, constant improvement. This is the strategy, the strategy that the Japanese literally um, used to. They just walked in and to Detroit, got uh, a GM General Motors vehicle, took it back to Japan. Nut by nut, screw hand, took it apart and put it back, innovated upon the millions of dollars of research that GM did and made it more efficient, improved, and, the, and then boom, mass product. And then they took that to every other month. So Kaizen is a philosophy I teach a lot of my students, businesses or even people, personal people, uh, um, you know, achievers. Constant innovation, constant improvement. Um, atrophy sets in, you know, there, there's only life or death. In Hebrew, we say chai. Chai means life. You want to focus on going after life because the, the second you stop growing, you start dying. So that's why I'm a huge advocate of personal growth, personal development, spiritual development, because that will directly impact your performance and your achievements and your results in your business and professional worlds. That's awesome. Um, I you blow me away. This has been a great conversation. I, I, yeah. I, I don't, Robert, do you have anything on that on that blank piece of paper my. that uh, <laughs> me, you want to add? Let me, let me not noteworthy. Not noteworthy. Yeah. <laughs> no, this has been great. It was, uh, it's usually for questions. I was like, but you've been so informative. Obviously, there, there hasn't been much uh, for us to ask. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, since you are very like spiritual, philosophical. Almost like what was your major in? Well, you didn't major, huh? No, you said you, you didn't do in, traditional. Oh. No, so I, I, I literally what? sought after um, those that had the results that I wanted, and I would study and model after that until. And I don't, I don't believe in failure. I just believe that uh, thing didn't go the way it should have went, so that it was an opportunity to learn how not to do it next time, and then you can sell the information of how not to do it and monetize from that. So how can that be failure, right? Right. So. Um, f- f- to to really understand, hey, that's what I want, and that's why like these whole business gurus or they're selling information, and mm-hmm. that's all good. But at the end of the day, today the play is people want results; they don't need more information. Right. Right. I want that. Make it happen. Got it. Make it happen, and that's your best calling card, you know. So if an uh, individual that may not be a big celebrity business guru or consultant mm-hmm. um, is pitching a bunch of info or info products, or, that might be great. But then there's some no namer providing gnarly results. Bam, they got the results. People say, "I want that," and your phone's 
your email, it's off the hook, right? And that's your best calling card. And then later on, people say, man, I want to learn how to do that. And say, well, and like for me, I have a lot of people that kind of mentor from afar. And that's what I love about social media because the time is a very valuable commodity to me and I only have limited spots of it. Shout out to your 30,000 Twitter followers. (laughs) You know, to to be able to like people say, well, how do you do it? And I say, well, don't let me, I'm not going to tell you how to do it. Watch me do it. And that's the best way, you know. Right. So, and that's the best, and that's why people say, "Man, Jason, I want to learn how. How do you build those kind of relationships? Watch me do it, you know." Yeah. Or and and even in social media, they don't have to ask me, "Are you?" Oh, well, how do we know you know social media? I said I have nothing to pitch or sell you. Yeah, to your research. Well, that's, a, that's yeah. actually the sub note I actually had under my thirty thousand Twitter followers thing okay. is, I mean, this idea of so many people out there call themselves social media gurus or yeah. experts at such and such, and then they got like four hundred followers themselves. Straight up, no, I mean <laughs> digital agencies, social media firms. I'm just like. Okay, so you trying to pitch a ten grand package to this company to build up their audience engagements and and get all this, and then you go to their their website or their their social media. They got like two hundred and thirteen followers, you know, and this and that. And it's not about the numbers, but it's the perception. I, my whole thing right? is, is like perception uh, is reality. Yeah, right. so it's you know you can't give what you don't have. I guess that's and, my whole and thing, they and they know? may do a, a, a damn good job Maybe, at their, with their, their client work. Exactly, we we live in such a transparent culture. Absolutely, where it's like face value is important because you might not get to the point where you're talking about where it's belly to belly eye to eye it's like mm-hmm. alright let me see if this person's real next is right. usually the next step but um, I wanted to thank you just for, for coming oh, out my pleasure man you I know? really enjoyed my time and uh um, look forward to helping your audience grow and build and empower them and help them get yeah. what they want. Lord knows we can't help you. There, there, we, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. We all need help. We all need help. <laughs> no, but thank you, uh, everybody. This has been another uh, iteration of Innovation Crush with Innovation Jason Okuma. Uh, how can they find you, Jason? Uh, yeah, hit me up, jasonokuma.com. J-A-S-O-N-O-K-U-M-A.com or Twitter, you know, so at Jason Okuma and uh, just Google me and I'm here and all roads lead to Rome, all roads lead to Jason Okuma online. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you guys. And thank you, Jason. And uh, you'll listen to us later. Bye. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it. On the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash wait for it comedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny and I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and three comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.